Ursula Sea Witch is drastically misunderstood. She's my favorite Disney character. She always has a perfect lip and two best friends. Scary fierce. Scary fun. Scary mommy speaks. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Scary Mommy Speaks, the show for women who are owning motherhood and all its glory, pain, and playdates. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And if you're new to Scary Mommy, we're the number one source of info and entertainment for moms across the country. We tell it like it is. No sugarcoating and no impossibly perfect standards. This is the real deal. So how was your week, Carrie? Well, I got to see my secret boyfriend, Billy Joel, in Baltimore. (laughs) I mean, it's not a secret, I think. You and I have this shared love. I know. Um, I got to see him in Baltimore. I've seen him in the last year four times in Madison Square Garden. But anyway, I went to Baltimore where my stepmom and my dad live, and we took them, or they took us, I should say, um, to the show, which was fun. Billy Joel is my serotonin blast. Like, I'm like my best self. You're just so happy. He's always like, can we find a way to have this all the time? Because you're so happy. And good news, I did not pee my pants. So my pelvic floor is getting better. Yay! Yay! That's a cause for celebration (laughs) right then and there. Exactly. And then I took my daughter to the beach that I grew up on. I grew up right on the beach, and I... It was, like, important for me to take her That's there. Nice. She's not a big beach fan yet, but I'm, I'm holding strong that most infants are not big fans of sand. Yeah, I think uh, just give it, you know, like most things, if you just force it on her, exactly. maybe she'll come around. She's got to be a beach girl. Anyway, Ash, how was your week? My week was really good. I got to go on a girl's trip with my mom. Nice. Um, We took two days to go to Florida, which we have— a lot of family on both sides, and we were just like, no, this is just us. We're just hanging out together. It feels good, and it's very hard for us to connect around the baby because he just wants my undivided attention at times, and we can't have real serious conversations. So it's it, it really was really rewarding. That's and so I sweet. felt good and pretty, pretty well-rested afterwards. Your pictures were so cute. You guys love each other so hard. All right, so we have an amazing show up ahead. I can't wait to hand out this week's crown. Summer Blair's is really an inspiration to so many. Um, also this week, the viral tweet in which one mom let it all out regarding millennials without kids ruining Disney. I take this one real personally. It's not a small rant. It's it, a big rant. It's a big rant. It's a big rant. Can't wait to get to that. And finally, the MC. AC, Andy Cohen is spilling the tea with Lipton and Scary Mommy. Yes, Andy Cohen talks to us all about his new life as a single parent. First, should you leash your kids? Just your kid? Because I can think of a zillion people I'd love to put on a leash. Keep that to yourself, lady. (laughs) You know what else I love, Ash? Talk to me, Harry. Candles. Scented candles. So relaxing. Shea Gagne has beautiful gold foil rocks glass candles. My favorite is the one that says Bestie for the Resty because it has a luxurious red currant scent. You can go from burning to boozing. Wait, did you just say boozing? Mm-hmm. Mm. Also, after you enjoy the candle while it burns, you can then put it in the freezer and use it as a rocks glass. Wow. Everybody loves a twofer, right, Carrie? Yeah, I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. Check out more Shea Gagne items on ShopScaryMommy.com. And don't forget to use the code SPEAKS15 for a 15% discount. It's time for our Crushing It Crown. Crushed it. Crushed it. I'm incredibly inspired by our Crushing It Crown. I usually am, but especially this week. Our Crushing It Crown goes to Selma Blair. And her story really just, like, gut punches you. It's, It's both 
sad and happy and inspiring all at the same time. Yeah, if you guys haven't been following along with this, uh, she recently came out and said that she has MS. She was diagnosed back in October, and she's not only fighting this chronic illness, but she's also raising her son, Arthur, while doing it. And she wants to be an inspiration to him. And yeah. And this, like, really beautiful bond. She recently posted a photo on Instagram where she had a newly shaven head. Yeah. And she was talking about these experimental treatments that she's going through, um, and she's smiling through it and trying to really uh, give people hope and inspiration through this time. Yeah, and I think it's important for her to to face the—it seems like it's important for her to really face this challenge head-on and not hide it and be very honest and open because I can't really think of a public face to MS. No, I can't either. No. That's why Selma Blair is our scary mommy and our crushing it crown of the week. Yes. Uh, MS is rough, right? You know, I, I've, only, I've only known two people with MS, and um, it, it was just very hard to see. It was, they, one of them was my same age, and it just was really difficult yeah. to, watch, to watch it go down. Yeah, I think I think the fact that she's willing to be, you know, we we dog social media so much, right? And how how harmful it can be. And this is an instance where somebody is taking a truly personal struggle and letting us into it to say like this is what's happening and like you can still live your life and we can still we can still face this. And I think it's really inspirational. It is it is one way that social media is positive. Social media is helpful in that and saying, no, this is what's going on with me and I can help. And also in kind of establishing a community amongst other people, other families that have this in their lives, yep. you know, it gives it a public face and and a relatability, I guess. Yeah. She said, so this is a quote from her, my disease isn't a tragedy, but I tell myself you're going to live in a way that would be an example for yourself and your son. One of the things I love about the story is seeing all the posts of her friends rallying, you know. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Exactly. Reese Witherspoon. Thank you. And I love it because. Jamie King. Jamie King. <laughs> you are like People Magazine right in front of me. I, that's, I'm a walking People Magazine. Um, but these are all people that she's worked with when they were v- babies. They were babies in the industry. And it just makes me feel like ooey gooey inside that maybe this industry isn't such a cutthroat place and that I love seeing that these people are really friends from when they came up in the early years. Here are some of your comments. Misty says, thank you for creating conversations and awareness about the shitty disease, Selma. Praying that this newest treatment does what it needs to do for you, love. Nonja says, as someone who lives with lupus and helps take care of my mom with MS, this woman is my superhero. Let's get one thing straight. You don't beat MS. You don't win. You learn to live with dignity and grace, something she does marvelously. It is amazing to have a woman like Selma represent us. Thank you. Thank you. Well, well said, Nonja. And for all the moms out there raising your kids while working your way through illness, we salute you. So we're moving on to our next story. Uh, It went super viral because everyone has an opinion on it. It's called, Yes, I Leash My Kids, and It's None of Your Business. That's right. Okay, so 
it's definitely everyone's business now because yeah. it's written in an article and people had tons of comments. Um, and she talks about how there's like quite a big gap between the stroller phase right. and the phase where they're like walking well yeah. on their own. Um, and so, you know, that's why she's using the leash. Well, what gets me is how mean people get to her on the street. Like they, they just feel like... This is the weirdest thing about motherhood, right, is you're just going about your business, doing your best job raising your kid, and some jerk on the street has to give input on, like, what you're doing. So people are telling her, like, you know, that's not a dog, right? I just, like, I can't imagine how people have this audacity, but whatever. I mean, we get the comments here all the time, so we definitely know it exists. I know. I mean— I, I don't I, I'm not into it like I'm not into it I am one of those people I would never say anything but I am one of those people when I see like a mom with a leash on their kid I'm like oh boy oh boy but on the other hand like my sister's kid is a roamer yeah my boys like a lot of my friends that have boys specifically and I don't want to say it's just a boy thing because I kind of have a r- rambunctious girl so I think I'm, I'm in for almost like a, a boy girl <sighs> but you poor um, thing but my a lot of my friends that have boys they just like dart. They're they're into yeah. the you know you take your eye, put check your phone real quick, and they're like down the block. So, I mean, I I'm not going to say never say never because I understand how scary that is. I'm I'm afraid of losing Lee in public, yeah. let alone my child. Yeah, absolutely. I get that. Well, I want to hear all about what all the scary mommies had to say. Rachel says, my little monster loves her leashes because she hates holding hands. She gets a bit of freedom and mom and dad get peace of mind. Everyone wins. Absolutely. Yeah, little monster. Jessica says, why are strollers for toddlers okay, but a leash isn't? The leash gives them freedom to move and the ability to stay safe at the same time. Who wants to hold their hand above their head for more than a minute or two? I've dated a lot of tall boys and I know that feeling is Mm. terrible. Yeah. Diana says, I mean, that's not hard. I'm very short. Diana says, pre-mom me leashes. Give me a break. Pre-mom me iPads and restaurants. Give me a break. Talk to your kids. Post-mom me. Oh, I fucking get it. Tether them to something and plug them in. Mommy needs a moment. I have never felt more understood than I did by that (laughs) user comment. I mean... It is sort of a good idea, and I know a lot of moms with kids that, like I said, are just roamers and are fast, and you just, like, tie a shoe, and they're just, like, gone. Yes. I get that. But I don't know. I'm also, like, my mom raised me to, like, fear... The fear. Stranger danger, stranger danger. Well, no, I just mean the fear of, like, if if I didn't hold her hand or if I didn't stay right next to her, like, the wrath of God kind of thing. Like, she could just give me a look there was, and I would just be, like, settled. So interesting you say that because um, my grandmother, my abuela, used to do that to me. And because the what, the of look, it, the look or the leash, uh, the fear, got it, like giving me the fear of things. Yeah. Um, and because I didn't like how I was being forced to hold her hand, I refused. My mom always would say, like, "Oh, you know, hold my hand, take care of mommy," and that that made me want to hold her hand. Right. That's so sweet. Yeah, take very care of sweet. That's really sweet. I do that with Sebastian now. That's real sweet. Um, I'm, I'm gonna steal that. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good tip. It works. Um. But I found out as a teenager that because I wouldn't hold my grandmother's hand, she put me on a leash as a child. And I have this thing. This is like a primitive <laughs> leash. It's like a legit leash. Um, so is I, it I just harness style or around the neck? It's, a, it's a choker. Um, no, it was harness style. But she would take me out on this thing. And when I found out as a teenager that she did this, I was so horrified. I was 
so upset. I couldn't believe that this was done to me. And now as a parent, I bought Sebastian one of those little skip hop backpacks with say, the, the leash. The backpacks feel better to me. Yeah, because it's it's a harness essentially. It, like it's a backpack that snaps I was on his say, chest. Better snap or else it'll fall off. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It snaps on the chest and the leash is removable. But for a while, once he started walking, which was actually a year ago today, fun Ooh. fun fact. Um, I wanted him to get used to walking everywhere, especially living in this area. So he was on a leash all the time. And I see nothing wrong with it. I think it's I think it's a great way for a kid to have their freedom. And the parent is still assured that their kid isn't going to run into the street and get hit by a car, you know? I mean, I guess it really, for how I feel it boils down to, I guess it really depends on the kid. There are some kids that are just going to, like, stay by your side, not a big deal. It's yeah. not going to be an issue. Yes. And then there's some kids that are just going to, like, dart. For the record, I just want to say I don't use the leash anymore now that he's, like, fully walking. But I still stand by there's nothing wrong with it. Well, then throw me that skip hop uh, backpack so I'm in case Luna's a little. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It's a, it's a dinosaur. Oh, I love dinosaurs. Carrie, are you okay? You're doing the, like, I have an itch, I can't scratch, wiggle. My long arms prevent me from having that issue. You always, you and your long arms. Yeah, I just can't get this bra to feel right. I keep trying to adjust it. Ugh, it's like squeezing me. Well, let me pass you the pepper, my dear. I can't have peppers. I'm allergic. You know that. No. I mean, pepper, as in it puts a little pep in your step because your boobies feel good. Pepper? Please explain. Okay, so these amazing women, entrepreneurs Leah Winograd and Jacqueline Fu, have created a bra company called Pepper. It's based on the belief that every woman is a real woman, regardless of shape, size, or color of her breasts. That sounds so spicy, but in a way that I can have. Thank you, Pepper. And my friends, right? Can I recommend this for anyone of all sizes, shapes? Yes. Pepper is closing the bra gap with empowering options, especially for small-chested women that help redefine body image. Check them out at shop.scarymommy.com. And don't forget to put in code SPEAKS15 for 15% off. So, guys, today's guest is one that we are extremely excited about. Excited? Especially me. (laughs) Uh, We are huge fans. He is a TV show host and producer. Uh, He's a writer and a new dad. The MCAC himself. We're here spilling the tea with Andy Cohen and Lipton. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Why are you spilling the tea with Lipton today? Well, it's a perfect pairing, okay. basically, me and Lipton. I've been spilling the tea forever. Uh, <laughs> and I'm spilling the tea with them all summer long about uh, love and relationships and friendships. And if you go to Lipton's uh, Facebook and Twitter, you can you can give them topics that you want me to spill the tea about. So you're a new dad. Yep. Tell us about Am that. Am I a like, scary daddy? Uh, well, well, scary doesn't mean like scary. Although okay. we're a little like that. Little okay. scary. It's more like Owning it, you know, oh. like owning everything that comes with it, the even good if stuff, it's not the pretty. bad stuff, okay. all the yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, are you a scary daddy? Yes. Good. Yeah, great. I, we love I own you. It. How is being a dad going? It's going great. It's going great so far. I mean, you'd have to ask my son. <laughs> You're not I'm like awake. sleeping with your eyes open. No, he's sleeping great. Great. That's great. Um, he's really big. He's about. The, he's six months old, and he's. I think he's the size of like a nine month old. Wow. Good. Yeah. So he's overachieving already. <laughs> So do you think you have any baby goggling going on? Do you know what that is? No, what is that again? So it's basically like beer goggling. Okay. So, uh, you know, you you think your kid is just like the cutest thing in the whole wide world, and then you look back at pictures, because it happened to me. Right. Happened to no, me I know my kid is the cutest. <laughs> okay, there like, you go. <laughs> you know, as a matter of fact, I was looking at him yesterday, and I was thinking, 
you know what, objectively, I am so glad I'm at this point where I can look at my son. By the way, he was super cute the moment he was born. And so, and I was so relieved. I was like, actually, there was a moment when he was first born where, you know, their lips are they bigger. Look, yeah, they look a little weird. They're swollen. I was like, what am I looking at here? <laughs> yeah. And then he kind of calmed down. I was like, oh, thank God, because... It's like a shrinky dink. It yes. takes a little yeah. while. Yeah, to yeah, get, you're yeah. Right. You're <laughs> we right. have we have like a one it's month a good picture. Analogy. Yeah. yeah, where he looks like Benjamin Button, like yes. actually Benjamin yeah, yeah, yeah. Button. It's very strange. I told so. my family, I was like, you don't have to say anything right now. Just you can say something <laughs> like in like a couple of days. No, I was happy. I was I was thanking uh, God yesterday. I was looking at him. I was like, oh, I got a cute, really cute one. <laughs> Yeah. That's always a good thing. Yeah. So you're a single parent. My mom is actually a single parent too. Okay. Do you think that it's there's um, it's kind of nice not to have to ask anyone else's opinion about your yes, parenting style? Yes, I'm told by a lot of friends, actually, as tough as it is being a single parent, you are lucky because yeah. you don't have to negotiate about everything. That comes That's in nice. a lot of relationships. That it, becomes like a thing. I know. Yeah. And, you know, I have a great baby nurse and... It's actually a great relationship because it's very respectful. Like, yeah. I want her advice. And she's, this is her 73rd baby that she's working oh my God. So I consider her an she's absolute an expert. expert. Yeah. And I need an expert because I'm not. So, but on the other hand, there's not much negotiation where I know if I was with someone, it would be another situation. You kind of feel like you're in that, like, ex kind of this weird exclusive club where you all of a sudden have like this whole other conversation to Well, it's true. People. I've had a lot of, you know, I mean, look, a lot of my friends are moms and this is just something that I've never really cared about talking to them about. Yeah. And now here we are. Same, yeah. same. I was like, yeah. ah, kids, yeah. whatever. Yeah, now I'm like, like oh, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we follow you on Instagram. We've been watching this journey. Okay. How is Waka handling Great. all of this? They seem to be coexisting. And now what's happened just in the last few days is Ben has become obsessed with the dog and he's really paying attention <laughs> Same to Same thing. And he's yeah. walking in the room and I could be in there. He will look around and he's following him around and it's great. I'm not really, I'm holding his hands back because I don't want him to yeah. pull his ear or do anything rash, but it's great. I'm trying to be super mellow. I let the dog lick Ben's face and I just don't want to set up a situation where it's like, oh my God, oh my God and be crazy about Everybody it. can feel that energy. <clears throat> it's never like a well, Yeah, thing. it's not good. And you're building the antibodies, which is always a good thing. Absolutely. Okay, so, so far, what has been the hardest thing um, about being a parent? For me, it's like my identity now that I'm a parent. So yeah. far, the kid's been great, but what's your hardest thing For you think me, about For me, it's, it's guilt about any time I'm not spending with him. Yeah. I mean, I'm a single working dad. I have eight or nine jobs. Yeah. And so it's that. Only eight or nine? Yeah. <laughs> You're really slacking, you yeah. know? I recognize the quality time that we do have, mm -hmm. and I recognize when we're having it, and I make the most of it, and I put my phone down, and I'm with him, and uh, so... We all we do go. the best we can. And I know yeah. it's going to get worse and worse as he's like, Daddy, where are you going? Daddy, yeah. what's happening? What's your favorite baby gear, you think? He's teething, so the clove oil mm -hmm. is really good. Uh, we got some really cool new crib sheets from a company called Lovey that it's a scene of a beach. It looks like he's laying on a beach oh, that's towel. That's awesome. Oh, it's wow. super cute. I'm obsessed with it. Like, wow. I was in a really bad mood the other day. <laughs> 
And I went in his room and the crib sheet was on his bed and I was like, I'm happy Serene, now. yeah. yeah. That's Baby awesome. stuff is the cutest It stuff. is cute, except there's too much of it. And I'm like, what is this now? Yeah. What is this now? We're I, trying to be minimal and just be like, we don't need everything. Yeah. 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 Especially and, in New York. <laughs> okay, so we know from your incident and all and all the media that you're always out and about in New York City. Yeah. We recently did an article about how there's not too many changing rooms in men's restrooms. Has uh -huh. that been an issue for you? You yet? know, it hasn't. You know why? I'm out and about with him more out at the beach. I bring I I love putting him in the car, taking him over to friends' houses. I have not he's only been to two restaurants at this point because I don't think it's fun for him and it's not fun for me. Right. So I'm like I would rather keep him on his schedule and I'll go he naps at around one o'clock, so I'll hop out for lunch. And then dinner time, I eat dinner after he's asleep. Yeah, so yeah, me too. I just don't think there's much value at this moment in schlepping him around to a lot of places. Yeah. I take him out on walks and stuff or to friends' houses. We wanted to thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you so much. Uh, as a fangirl, I, this was like tops everything for thank me. You. So, um, so nice to. I can't wait to see how your son grows. Yes. Me too. Now, Luna, my daughter, is nine months old, so if for some reason you need an arranged marriage situation, oh, she's okay. got an older son, I've got an older daughter. Right. So wow. either way. Very good. Where, whichever it. way he goes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Older, you know. Right. Well, I can't wait to find out. <laughs> I'm Andy Cohen, and I'm a scary dad. Man, we had such a blast with that. And just because I know how much you dislike British television, oh, no. I'm going to say this with my best British accent. <sighs> Spilling the tea with Lipton and Andy Cohen was just bonkers. Brilliant, really. Cheerio. Cheerio. <laughs> uh, that was a rough start. Like, I need to work on my accent work. <laughs> okay, this is a tweet uh, uh, that went viral. So I'm thinking many of you have strong feelings about it. A Twitter user with the handle at Jen Cat writes, found, screenshotted, and then shared a Facebook post from a woman who just let it all out about Disney being overrun by millennials without kids. And boy, was this woman in a whole new world of rage. Oh man, just let it go. Oh, double trouble. Hey. Yeah. So her tweet was definitely expressing that park attendees without children should not be a part of her world. She said, in all caps, it pisses me off to no end when I see childless couples without kids at Disney World. DW, Disney World, is a family amusement park, yet these immature millennials throw their money away on useless crap. People without children need to be banned. She went on to complain about a woman in short shorts clogging up the line to a ride. Oh my goodness, I... I'm going to let you go. All I have to say is, what got up your ass, lady? Seriously, why are you going to hate on people? Ugh, my family is a huge Disney family. Members of my family have worked, currently work. I can't tell you because you're not allowed to tell the people what you did in Disney World. And so it's like a huge thing we do as a family. I don't know if I would go without a kid. I've always gone with younger family members or, you know, something. But I mean... People love Disney World. There's lots of people without children. Why can't, why you got to hate on people that don't have children? I mean, this sounds like this mom is in need of a margarita, a log flume ride, and like some churros. She needs a friggin' character <laughs> breakfast is what she needs. Uh, let me tell you something. As a millennial, an old millennial, but a, a millennial nonetheless, I have been to Disney pre-child so many times 
times. So many times. Epcot is so good for that. Oh, my God. My family doesn't particularly love Disney World, but I do. It is it is legitimately the one place in this planet of ours that I wake up in a good mood. Like, I wake up, the birds are chirping, and they're getting me dressed, and I'm like, <laughs> it's time to go. Happiest place on earth. I love Disney, and I much prefer going without my child because I did bring Sebastian when he was six months old. And it was like a whole thing. It took away my magical experience. I had to focus on his magical experience. My parents, uh, I went through a breakup in college with my like serious college boyfriend. And my mom was like, do you want to go to Disney World? Is that going to make you feel better? I was like, yes, yes, (laughs) please take me. And you know what it did. Um, I also think we may have invented drinking around the world. I was going to say, I've done that. God, that's the best. So good. You know what? I think that the woman who posted this needs to go to Disney without her kids and chill out and try it out. And I think she's probably, I bet she'll come she's around. She's probably frazzled because her kids are driving her crazy. And yeah. Disney. Like, just let people live, man. Let them live. God. And really, she is missing out. I just want to tell you, all of you out there, if you have not been to Disney without your children, you are severely missing out. I mean, it's not like people, these millennials are creeping up on our kids being weird. It's not like don't come into um uh, don't come into a playground unless you have a child. That's right. like to prevent That's creepy. creeps. Yeah. Right. But this is Disney. People are just having their honeymoon there. They're just having a good time. Yes, and it's happy. And there's characters from your childhood. There's alcohol. Okay, we're going to Disney World together also, because you are really, you're, you're I love lit it. up. I'm not, I'm not joking. I love it. I wouldn't get married there. Like, I didn't want to do like that kind. I don't love it to that extent, but I love Disney. And also, if you have not been on... <laughs> <laughs> on the Pandora ride or like gone to Pandora and been on the Avatar ride. I can't. It is the greatest ride I have ever been on in my entire life. I'm not joking. It is better than any roller coaster. You're like on this thing and you feel it like breathing in between your legs Whoa. and you're riding. Guys, let's hear what you had to say because evidently <laughs> we know exactly what Ashley has to say. I'm very passionate. Oh, God. Angela says, okay, this is off the chain for sure. But having experienced Disney World with toddlers, I can attest that it can drive a person to the brink of insanity. And yet I return every year. Exactly. She's just stressed with her kids. Yeah. Also, Disney has an app where you can wait online via the app. So try that. Anyway. So you're the ambassador. I really should be. They should pay me. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put Ashley to the test. And if you could put me in a bell costume, life (laughs) made. Okay, Shane says, I've been to Disneyland three times in my life at age three, age 10, and age 21. You want to know what time I actually remember my experience and enjoyed it fully? When I was 21. Yes, Shane. The two times I went as a kid, I barely remember. And most of those are faux memories I've created from photos I've seen from the trip. Disney parks are much better as an adult. Thank you. I feel I feel understood. Jessica says, if this is how she feels at the happiest place on earth, I hope I never run into her at the DMV. <laughs> That's a really good comment. I or like at that. Ikea. I have trouble at Ikea. Oh, do you? Yeah. So does Matt. I think that's like most men like hate Ikea. Attacky, yeah. Ugh. All right, this is a case of someone who's just feeling a little overwhelmed at the park. Also, pro tip, I one time went to Disney World with 13 of my family members, and I highly recommend that because then you can just pass your kids off to one of your other family members and take a break with the other ones. That's a great idea. We've done it. It was the most fun vacation 
to this day, we're all adults and we're all still talking about that time all 13 of us went to Disney World. We it's we just have tons of hysterical stories. I really recommend it. It's so true. I mean, you can't go full Ursula Sea Witch on everyone just because you're having a bad parenting day. Ursula Sea Witch is drastically misunderstood. She's my favorite Disney character. She always has a perfect lip and two best friends. Did you hear they're uh, potentially yep. casting... Melissa McCarthy or Lizzo? Yes. I think both of those are great. Both of them would be fabulous. Yeah. Confession time. Shh. Confessions. All right, Carrie. Yes. It's time for confessions. And mine is a little heavy. All right. Please go first. Oh, God. Okay. So, you know, we have this podcast and it's been amazing and rewarding and we've been working for towards this in our lives our whole our whole For adult a long time yeah. yeah our whole adult lives and when i had sebastian when i got pregnant with sebastian i decided i was going to be a stay-at-home mom because i i knew i only wanted to have one kid i really wanted to be there for everything um and it was important for me and that's no judgment towards anybody else and things started to pick up in my career and now i'm not home as often and i'm really torn up with the guilt of not being around my son all the time. And on one hand, you know, when I look at it realistically, I know it's good for him. I know it's good for both of us to have our own lives to an extent. And he's not going to be emotionally reliant on me. But it's it's really been difficult. You know, and it's like a primer for you because throughout, as your kid grows, it's going to be a back and forth between who who he's relating more to. But that first one is hard, and especially when you're already struggling with trying to um, find the balance between having a, 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 yeah. a career that's popping again, so to speak, yeah. and trying to take care or of Or for the kids. first time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they must have been on the same wavelength because as I, I, I taught a class this morning before I came here, and as I'm leaving, Luna reaches her arm out on the crib and goes, Mom, yeah. it was like Sophie's choice. It was terrible. It's like heartbreaking. Like, it's be fine. My confession this week is not as serious. Good. You need a break from serious. I know. So I go up to. I have a gym in my building, and I go upstairs to like try to you know get this postpartum body back into fighting shape. And oftentimes, I find myself starting out on a treadmill or a bicycle and being yeah. like, "Okay, I'm going to do this the cardio." Yeah, and then um, I just watch a show on my phone and don't do any workout. So you just sit up there and watch it? Because <laughs> I just because I just want a little peace and quiet, and no one's ever at my gym. I guess everyone's just fit on their own, not using our gym. We also live across the street from a public track, so I think people sometimes use it's that inside of our gym. That. But sometimes I have every good intention. I'm like, I'm going to work out, and then I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I just want to sit here and just, watch my shows. Just for the logistics, where are you sitting and watching it? Like, are you sitting on a bike, not pedaling, watching it on your phone? Yes, yes, I am. I love or that. like a, one of those big bouncy balls. I feel like. One, two sit-ups, three sit-ups. Oh, sit-ups are so stupid. This is really comfortable. I'm just going to sit here and watch a show. And what are you watching? Oh, these days it's Pose. I love Pose. These these two confessions are kind of tied together in that, like, be doing this, being, like, somewhat part-time working moms. Mm-hmm. Which is new for us, guys. Yeah, totally new for both of us. Um, being part-time working moms and and, like... You get home and you want to be with your kid and you want to spend all their time with them. And then you kind of forget, like, well, when do I get my time? Your self-care. For myself? Yep. 
And that's a challenge. So guys, hide at the gym. Don't work out. Just watch your shows. Yeah. Now it's you guys. It's your turn. ScaryMommy.com has a page for completely anonymous confessions. So go on it and do what we do. Just let it all out. I, I promise you, you will feel better for it. Here are some of our favorites this week with our dramatized voiceover. My best friend's daughter is the most annoying kid I know. I can't stand the little snot. I'm not there yet, but I could totally relate to this possibly being a thing in my life. I do have a friend whose kid is just, ugh. Like, and that's the worst when you like their friend and and you're just like, I really don't want to have to hang out with their kid. Just hang out after bedtime. Ugh, God, I'm not looking forward to that. I'm jealous of my husband losing lots of weight and gaining muscle. I'm still fat and I eat because I'm stressed about it. Sex is great, though. Lee and I went on a diet together recently, and he dropped, like, 10 pounds, no problem. I was like, I hate you. Yeah, I would not I would not be into that. And then I was, like, thinking about, that should be my confession. I was thinking about sneaking, fattening things into his dinner because I cook <laughs> and being like, ha, 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 ha. I did it. You can give the uh, the gaming weight bars from Mean Girls <laughs> exactly. if she to Regina George. I really thought about it. I was like, I just want him to get bigger. <laughs> Last night, I heard my daughter crying, and I pretended I didn't hear her. She cried herself back to sleep. I was too tired to get up. Uh, I've been doing this for like a year at this. Basically, (laughs) since he hit six months, I was like, you got to learn how to self-soothe, kid. We're working on that, but it just really, it pulls at my heart. I mean, I get that. But also, girl got to sleep. And he's a great sleeper now because of it. You need your sleep. I know. I got to have you in my head. Just, um. Well, don't call me in the middle of the night. I was going to say, call me and I'll talk you through it. I'm like, like nah, no, I'm sleeping because my, my sleep. child is yeah. sleeping. <laughs> All right, mamas, thank you so much for joining us today. We loved getting real with you. And if you love this show, go ahead and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to help more moms find us. And if you want more Scary Mommy, check out our articles and videos on scarymommy.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Scary Mommy is a Sum Spider production. This episode was produced by Dorothy Abrams and Julie Katakis, edited by Dorothy Abrams, and recorded and mixed by Weston Fonger. Special thanks to Sam Bellingham and Angelina Powers at Vinyl Mix. Music provided by Audio Network. Don't forget, we want to hear from you. So email your comments to speaks at scarymommy.com. Scary Mommy Speaks. <laughs>